0: And you're listening to the Atomic
1: Podcast. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show... Friend Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. We're coming to you live from the Upper West Side in New York City, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. Um, I hope everyone out there is enjoying their day. Um, my guest today, she's an actress, and you've seen her. You've probably say, "Oh, I've seen that face before," or I probably have not seen that face before, or I did. You know, you know how people like look at different people in films and they recognize somebody. You know, they've seen her in a lot of things, but then they don't. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Campbell. Did I did I just butcher that, or did I give it a good? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> How you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks so much for having
1: me. I'm excited to be a guest today. Oh, I'm I'm excited to have you on. You know, like you have like one of those faces that you know, like people probably seen you and they're like they can't put a name on it. And you know, there's a couple of there's a couple of Ashley Campbells too. You know that, right?
0: That is a popular name. Yes. There are so many Ashley Campbells out there. Yes. And, I mean, growing up, whenever I was in school, especially elementary school, I swear there were always, like, four other Ashleys in my class. It's it's the most unoriginal name out
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, so how many how many Ashleys you had in your classroom? Um, you I think literally one
0: year there were four other Ashleys, and there was a total of five of us in one of my elementary grades. Wow! And it, I mean that poor teacher, we all, you know, had our initial, and so we, there was Ashley C, Ashley C, Ashley W, there was just a whole
1: school of us. <laughs> well, have you ever had a, another Ashley Campbell in your classroom, or...? No, 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 no. Just there's, Ashley's There oh. haven't been any
0: other.
1: Yeah, just Ashley for the first name. Oh, so um, what what got you? Like, how did? Just take me back. Um, was you always doing like theater and acting in school, or is this something? Oh man. I was the most
0: painfully shy kid around. <laughs> Seriously, it was it was awful. I. I always, all my friends would buy their lunch. I always wanted to buy my lunch, but I was too afraid to talk to the people in the cafeteria to buy my lunch. So I never even, <laughs> even did that because it was so scary to me. And then in sixth grade, um, my English teacher said that we were putting on a class play, and it was just for our class. It wasn't there weren't parents invited. We weren't doing it in front of the school, nothing like that. Just for our class, and I was terrified. I did not want to be involved in it she told me that i would not pass the class if i didn't participate so i got my role it was the emperor's new book that's the play we were doing and um i loved it it was the most fun exciting thing i had ever done my parents were thrilled that i was so excited about it and they um i told them that i wanted to go to do more acting and so they looked into acting lessons for me and got me signed up i think that they were just thinking that hopefully it would help Bring me out of my shell and make me a more confident kid. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they were expecting it to completely take over my life at that point. Um, so I did theater for a while as a kid, and then um, turned seventeen and took a break. I graduated high school early, took a break from acting to pursue other interests. I was a librarian for a while. I did journalism for a while. Had a bunch of different careers, and just was not satisfied with anything, and I realized that the reason why I wasn't too happy with any of the, the different ventures that I was trying was because I just really wanted to come back to acting. So I started acting again two years ago, and I'm thrilled with all the, the jobs that I've had lately. It's been sort of really exciting two years.
1: Um, wait, take me back a little bit. So you became a librarian? Like, you just you wanted to become a librarian? <laughs> I, was, I worked at a, a library... Yeah. And
0: I was the young adult specialist, so wow. I was in charge of, yeah, yeah, it was really awesome, I was in charge of the young adult area, I had to purchase all of the books, um, the teams would come in after school and ask for homework help, I was constantly reading and editing essays, and it was, it was really great to be involved in the community, it was a lot of fun.
1: Oh, uh, And then um, how, how did the um, ger- um, journalism come about?
0: So I just was looking for something different, and I thought journalism would be fun because each new story would be something different. It wasn't like, you know, doing the same thing every single day. I could could write on different pieces and, you know, maybe do a little bit of traveling. And then I found out pretty quickly that it was just really sad. There was a lot of sad things, and... Um, I just wanted to write about more of the happy stuff that was going on in the world. And while there is a lot of great, good, amazing, wonderful things going on in the world, unfortunately, a lot of times they just aren't as newsworthy as some of the other more serious things. So it was just a little, it was tough. Journalists have to have thick skin.
1: It was Mm. rough. Mm. So um, did that attribute for you to conquering your shyness, or that's something that just came gradually in time?
0: You know, I think it was just acting that helped me with that. I went, acting, okay. like, I did a complete 180. Yeah, I went from being totally painfully shy to outgoing. I mean, by the time I was done with middle school and getting into high school, I was one of the more talkative kids in class. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how my teachers felt about that transition, but, um, yeah, so I, I think acting really just helped me to, to feel more comfortable with myself and to feel more confident and... It really, you know, yeah, it helped me overcome that
1: shyness. what or who was your biggest inspiration to becoming an actor actress?
0: Oh man, that's a good question. Um, you know, when I was younger and taking acting lessons, I really loved, and I still really love um, Johnny Depp. I really loved. Yeah. How he, yeah, I just love how he doesn't really ever do the same character. I mean, except for, obviously, in the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. and and whatnot. But um, I like how he just chooses different roles that are so far from other things that he's played. But, I mean, there are so many great actors out there right now that I think choosing one for inspiration is just so tough. But I think I can look at a lot of different ones and pull from them. Like, oh, my gosh, I love this performance. or I love that performance. Like, Natalie Portman, I think she's amazing. Um yeah, there's just
1: so many. Yeah. Um, how has um acting changed your life? What is so special about the craft to you?
0: It is the funnest thing I have ever done. I love it. Every day I get to go to work and play pretend for a living. I, I mm-hmm. get the chance to... You know, I mentioned all these different careers that I tried and I wasn't really that happy with any of them. But in acting, I get the chance to pretend to be somebody different every day. And I love that. It gives me the chance to try out being a, with an upcoming project to be an astronaut and in a different upcoming project, well a project that I'm currently working on right now, I'm a time traveler and so just different, you know what I mean, there's so many different exciting things to learn about and to, to try out and you have this opportunity to portray somebody else but then at the end of the day you get to come back to your own house and your own life and it's just you get
1: to go beyond yourself. It's amazing. I don't know if any of that made any sense. <laughs> no, no, it does. It does. It's uh, so w- interesting. <laughs> what was what was your first starring role? Like, did you do like a commercial or something? Like, what was your first gig?
0: Um, my first gig coming back into acting these past two years. The very first thing that I did was pre boarding, which mm-hmm. was a short directed by Tobin Herringshaw, and it was written by Bob Bartholomew. And I was really thrilled about this one. Um. I was, was cast as the lead role in it, and mm-hmm. it ended up, Tilden Heronshaw had sent it to um, the Nevada International Film Festival, and it won Best Short at that film festival, so that was really exciting, and it was just a, a great way for me to jump right back into acting. I loved it. And then, yeah, I mean, I've done some local commercials and, and had a lot of fun with those, and just kind of ever since pre-boarding has just been steadily moving forward.
1: Yeah, and then you're making a lot of work um here, doing a lot of shorts and um a lot of other like shows and stuff. Um, how did you? Is it is it hard going for you know trying to get the gig? Like you know for competing against other um actors, actresses. Um, you know there are times for
0: sure when it feels really tough, and you come home from an audition and you just think, oh man, I am the absolute worst at this. <laughs> But, um, and then there are other times where it's just, it's amazingly easy and you're so surprised at how easy it is. And I think that the, the easiest way for me to balance it is just to know that there are so many talented actors out there right now that are all trying to the, the same thing sometimes. And it's not, I have to look at it as far as it's not a competition of, oh my gosh, it's them or it's me, but it's just whoever is right for that part and sometimes it can be really discouraging when other times it's just it's still like oh this is happening so easy like it's the best thing in the world to open up your email in the morning and have a couple of different offers from directors that you've never worked with before that are like hey I saw you in this and I'd really love to have you do a screen for this project that I'm working on and so it's, it's definitely getting easier to get the role but um, at, at the beginning it was a bit discouraging but it's just something that I love so much that even during the discouraging moments,
1: I, it's not something that I can walk away from. How would you describe yourself as an actor? Like, um, um, how do you, you know, like, um, how do you immerse yourself in a role, and um, are you willing to play any type of roles, or is there any roles you won't play? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Um, as far as, like, immersing myself as the, the actor, um, I like to learn a lot about, what the character is involved in. Um, for example, if the character is, you know, I include boarding the, the character that I played, um, she has HIV. And so i learned a lot about, you know, what that meant. I learned a lot about HIV and kind of the feelings that people go through and you know, talk to some counselors as far as what they've seen and experienced and things like that. Um, I just think observing people and, and trying to, to learn about the character and their experiences is the best way to kind of immerse yourself in that. And as far as any roles that I wouldn't do, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are some out there that I wouldn't do, I, I think, I think anything that was too, I mean, I've done some horror films before, that it mm-hmm. has been a blast, and I've loved them, mm-hmm. but I think anything that just too
1: much. I feel like if it would be hard for me to separate it and leave that on set and come home and, and be able to see me, I think that I wouldn't be able to take that. You know what I mean? Like if it's something that's just too, you it would mean, affect me too much, maybe. Does you that mean, make sense? Yeah, you mean like like a, gratu- again, a, like a gratuitous oh violence
0: or rape or something like that? Like that's something you wouldn't do? Like gratuitous violence? Um, well, I think it just depends on how it propels the story forward. Okay. You know what I mean? If it's something that's telling a good story and that is is worth it in that story, then yeah, definitely I'll, I'll be there for it. But I think in some movies, things are thrown in that maybe don't help the story. And, and while it might work out great for that movie, yeah, I just think that as long as the movie's telling the story and not just adding things for the shock factor or to get that that buzz about oh my gosh I can't believe that they did this you know what I mean like I just think as long as it fits in the story and it's appropriate it's fine
1: mm-hmm. I, got your yeah, arm. I guess that's oh. a good question Oh, well, thank you, thank you. Um, describe a typical day of acting for you, and um, well, what is the most important things you train on? Like, you know, do you have, like, a... You know how some people, when they're, they're boxers, they have a ritual that they do before they go fight? Is there, like, a ritual you do for yourself before you start to go act? Like, do you have to, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, My ritual is,
0: depending on... What character I'm playing, I usually listen to music really loud and sing all the way to set. And it just, and I'm a horrible singer. Let me tell oh, you,
1: I was gonna when say. I was
0: 14, I got kicked out of voice lessons for being tone deaf. So, it, it's not crazy.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> if you can sing um, something now, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not its not a good thing. Okay. But, um,
0: yeah, so I like to really just kind of, you know, just get outside myself a little bit, not focus too much on music myself and my own nerves and because I still, every time, you know, stepping on onto set, as much as I enjoy it and as much fun as I have, there's still that little bit of me that's, that's pretty nervous. And so I try to just shake all of that off beforehand by listening to the music, singing along. And um, then when I get to set, again, it depends on the character I'm playing there. Sometimes where you're, you're playing a really difficult character. Um, I did a film last year called Daddy Loves Me and my character, her name was Rebecca. And she just came from a really dark place, and so it was it was difficult because my the girl that was playing my daughter, she was on set and she was so sweet and amazing, and it was really hard for me in between takes because I just she was awesome, and I wanted to t- chat with her and talk with her. But then there were sometimes we're getting ready to go into this really dark scene, I would have to just take a moment and step back. And I think all actors probably do that, where you just need to take that break before you start again to really prepare
1: yourself mentally for where you're about to go. Yeah. I know I talked to different other actors, and, you know, they said, you know, everybody has their own ways of dealing with things, but when they have roles that are really dark and you know, dark and gritty, they have to, like, really decompress themselves because they get into that character. Are you the type of actor that gets into a character where you actually become her? Because everybody has different methods of acting. Like, do you really... You know, like, are you, like, a... um? What's, it, what's, what's the terminology? Uh, a method actress or a method a actor? A method actor? Yeah. Um, no, I
0: don't really think I'm a method actor. And as far as getting, like, the, the gritty... Characters and things like that. Yeah, I mean, again, that, that one that's just speaking about Daddy Loves Me, that, that character, Rebecca, she came from a really dark place. Yeah. And so I would just have to, driving home from set, I would just take that time. It was like a good 30-minute drive. And I would just take that time to just, like, let it go. And there were times the driving home, I would get home and I wasn't ready to let go of it yet. So I would just come in and just take a minute to, you know, go be by myself and, and cry and let it out. And then just to know, like, okay, that's done for today. Take a few deep breaths. Let's jump back into real life here. Um, but, no, I mean, method acting, we, uh, we talked about it, actually, on that one. I keep mentioning Daddy Leslie, Me, but we talked about it, about how it can be it can be really amazing and it can also sometimes be a, a dangerous thing if you can't find your way out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, Yeah.
1: Well, so, um, Like I think you know. I think what that happened with Heath Ledger, right? With the Joker too, because like he immersed himself in that role. But I think you know it's not just him, but like a lot of other actors really, really go deep into certain roles that they go into. But um, um, you um, you said but like method acting. To you, you think it's it's is it a good thing or some people don't necessarily really need to method act, right? Uh, yeah, I
0: mean. Like it all just depends on the actor and I think for some people that are method actors, it can be an amazing thing and I just think that you have to have, I'm really lucky I have a great support system um, with my family and I think that like, there have been times where I've had to turn to family members and say, hey, like this really affected me on set today, can we talk about it? Well. And we have talk about the, the character and how it's feeling and how, you know, it's, it's relating to me personally. Um, And that helps a lot. And I don't know if method actors, you know, use that kind of support line to get back to themselves after a project, but I definitely have respect for method actors. I think that they, I definitely think it has a place. I just think it has to be done carefully and you have to know
1: what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, in your opinion what are your thoughts of women in um, women roles now in Hollywood do you feel it's gotten better or you think there's still a lot room for improvements
0: um, I think there's always room for improvement I think that I think that the minute that we stop and say things are getting really good right now this is great let's just keep it like this Then we have a problem I think that I think that right now you know striving to have cast, that's so crucial and important, and I really just think that, that films should represent the story that they're trying to tell, and and I, I don't know about you, but I know in my life, I mean, I have a variety of people in my life from all different cultural, ethnic, and racial backgrounds, and so I think that in Hollywood, striving to get that diversity is really important.
1: Mm-hmm yeah it definitely is you know especially you know how they, they're they doing with certain movies that you know like even let's say the comic you know I'm a fan of um, the Marvel movies and the comic movies like certain roles who are meant for a certain ethnicity you know they switch them up now and you know that's. I think that's pretty much of a good thing now yeah yeah I mean I don't I haven't
0: really ever experienced that in my own career yeah but I definitely am, you know seeing that happening And it's just, I just think that there's so many talented people from all sorts of various backgrounds Mm -hmm. that it shouldn't be too difficult to find the right person to correctly portray the character.
1: Yeah, that is so true. So far, you've done, like, a lot of different roles. You've done a lot of shorts. You've done, um, you know, big budget movies and stuff. You was recently in The Trust. Um, How was it being a part of that set, like, you know, with Nicolas Cage? Oh, gosh. (laughs) How was that?
0: Uh, It was amazing. That was so much fun. I loved every minute of it. Um, I worked really closely with Elijah Wood for a scene, and he was just, an absolute joy to work with. Such a completely nice, down-to-earth, amazing person. Um, the directors Ben and Alex Brewer. Mm-hmm. It
1: was so awesome to watch them and learn from them and to have the opportunity to be directed by them. It was really great. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so excited. It's, it's out on um, DirecTV, Video On Demand right now, mm-hmm. and then it's coming out in
0: theaters on May 13th, so I'm excited to check it out.
1: Uh, could, you, could you give us a little background on that? You, or what's the film about?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Nicolas Cage and Elijah Wood, they play two um, two police officers in Vegas. It was filmed in Vegas, and they are. It's kind of like your you know bad cop crime story. They um, discover a vault that they try to break into, and I'm not sure. I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything like that. But um, mm-hmm. it's just. I mean, Nicolas Cage is. A genius, he's hilarious in this movie, and I mean, I know there's been a lot of, of Nicolas Cage bashing going on <laughs> and, and yeah. whatnot, but um, I've I read some reviews on this thing that you know, this is his return to awesome Nicolas Cage days, and yeah, I mean, he he has in the parts of the film that I've seen, he has some amazing comedic timing and. I just think it's going to be, I can't wait to watch the film in its entirety. I think it's going to be great. And then, like I said, Elijah Wood, he's just so, so fun to work with. He was so, just down to earth. I mean, sometimes, you know, there are celebrities that you meet and you feel a little intimidated by them because of all the work that they've done, and it's, it's a little hard to, you know, strike up a conversation with them. But Elijah Wood, I just talked to him easily. I don't know. He was just such a great person and I would love the
1: opportunity to work with him again mm. what is the difference with working in a big budget movie and a small budget movie besides of course the money wise and everything you know the you know the whole you know the, like the, the production value and everything but um is there like a, a big difference like with the staff and the people or
0: um, sometimes I think it depends on what level of like low budget indie film you're working on mm-hmm. um I mean, with, with the track, it was awesome, because I had my own trailer, and that was super exciting, because that was my first <laughs> time having my own trailer. Um, but um, it's just, I mean, one great thing that I love about showmaking that is on any set that you go to is just the total joy and passion that everybody has to be there, even on a hard day on set, even when everything that can possibly go wrong is going wrong, and you have to film a daylight being outside, and you're losing light, and everybody's stressed out. You just know that everybody wants to be there, and everybody is working towards the same goal, and I love that you can find that on any level of set that you go
1: to. Mm. so far working on your films who's been your favorite director well you don't have to give favorites but um who you enjoyed working <laughs> with because I know that's a, that's a bad word like you know you can't pick favorites but um, uh, um <laughs> how, how many which directors you enjoyed working with a lot oh uh, yeah that is that is <laughs> a tough one um I
0: worked on and I I find it a non-disclosure so I can't talk about this one but I did work on Bourne the um <laughs> new Jason Bourne movie and working with Paul Greengrass oh wow he was yeah yeah it was amazing he was just one of the nicest kindest directors and I loved watching him because he got absolutely everything he needed from his talent and from his crew without ever raising his voice without ever coming across as angry or short-tempered or frustrated, he just he was kind. That's, that's the best word that I could think to describe him. He was just kind. And um, he, I am in awe of him. Um, another great director that I've worked with on an indie film that I absolutely love, um, Deborah, Deborah Richards. I had the great opportunity to work with her on Send Hollywood, My Love. She's a four-time Emmy-winning director. Mm-hmm. And she she's amazing. She came to me... Um, that the idea was for Send Hollywood, My Love. She kind of told me what she wanted to do. And I, I worked with her before. I worked with her on just a very small short called Blood Money. And um, she came to me and told me this idea and asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. And I just told her if any other director was coming to me asking me to do this, I would tell them no. Wow. <laughs> but, um, she, Send Hollywood, My Love, she came to me and said, this is going to be an all-improv short. Um, She wrote a script, yeah, she wrote a script so that she knew exactly, you know, how the story should go, and just in case everything fell apart and the improv thing didn't work, we would have a script to shoot from. But um, none of the actors saw the script, we never saw any of it. All that we got was just kind of a treatment that told us about our character, what we needed to know. Um, I played Zarina Williams, who was um, a mail-order Russian bride. (laughs) <laughs> so for this role, yeah, yeah, for this role, I um had to learn how some Russian phrases, phrases, and because there was no script that I was working off of, I just had to kind of think like, okay, well, what are some things she would probably be saying? And I spoke to a couple people that I know that um actually know Russian, and I asked for some help, and they were kind enough to tutor me for a little bit. So I learned some Russian, and just when I'm prepared to react, however, it seemed appropriate. And I think the hardest part for me about doing that one that was all improv and being a, a male Russian-order bride was that, um, or male-order Russian bride, I'm sorry, was that I couldn't really react to things that were happening around me because I my character didn't speak any English. So there were some amazingly funny moments that I just had to completely ignore the other um, actors in that film were hilarious, and <laughs> there were some times where I just wanted to bust out laughing, and as soon as Deborah would yell cut, I would just have to laugh and say, oh my gosh, you can't do that to me again! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I mean, Deborah's definitely an amazing director to work with, There's, but there's been so many, I feel like I've really been fortunate, I've learned a lot from every director that I've had the opportunity to work with.
1: Wow! Oh, could you speak a little Russian? The how's your accent like? How did? You... Oh, it's horrible!
0: <laughs> it's horrible! Um, I like promptly forgot everything as soon as it was done because it was just yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. It's awful. The only the only one that I can remember is um. I'm to, I can't even remember all of it, but it, it's an insult, stupid American pig, because my character was not happy, she thought everybody <laughs> around her was just so dumb, yeah. My, um, my character, actually, I don't want to, again, I don't want to give too much away, I can't give away all of this, but yeah. every character had kind of a secret with them, and my character's secret was that she was a thief, she was a total kleptomaniac, yeah. and we had um, one rehearsal for me. And because there wasn't a script and because Deborah didn't really want to tell us too much of the story ahead of time, we just kind of, me and one of the other actors, met up with Deborah and we did just a little, like, okay, this is, you know, you guys before what happens in the film takes place, just kind of get to know each other character wise, that type of thing. And I was so, so thrilled because this happened at Deborah's house and I was able to, without anybody noticing, steal something from her kitchen and then later put it back without anybody seeing and I thought well, maybe I missed out on my true colleague Maybe I, I should have just been a thief instead of trying this whole acting thing. Because afterwards when it was done and I sold Debra she was like you did? did you put it back? You really stole
1: that so you not know, fun. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> Ashley, um I I know you say you can't talk about the Born movie, but um was your was your role was a small is it is it a small role or is it a large role? Um, it's actually, it's
0: actually not anything that you will see on screen. I was more, I wasn't technically crew. Um, I'm sure I could say more about it. It's just, uh, like I said, I find that non-disclosure. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you won't, you won't actually see me on there, but, um, but I mean, I had, I had the opportunity to interact with Matt Damon, with Alicia Vikander. Um, it was just.
1: It was such a great experience. Oh, I can't wait to look out for you, then, when I see it. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, as soon
0: as it's, as soon as it's out, I'll, we'll have to catch up,
1: then, and I'll have to let you know all about it. Definitely, you definitely better. <laughs> um, the, um, what What is your own personal motto in life, Ashley?
0: I'm sorry, my own personal motto? Yeah. Oh, wow, you're asking all these great questions. It's really making me think. Um, this is going to sound, I think, pretty cheesy and cliche, but just really to enjoy every moment in the present. Um, I think that we get uh, so caught up. I know I do anyway. So caught up in like, oh, well, what is, you know, what's happening tomorrow? What am I doing tomorrow? What am I doing next week? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's, what's the schedule looking like? Can I fit this in? Are we doing this? And it's just just really just stop and focus on what you're doing right now and and enjoy it because you don't want to look back you know two years down the road and say oh that was actually a really fun time but I was so worried about what I would be doing now in the future that I didn't get to enjoy that time when it was happening
1: hmm. Um, um what will make you most happy in life?
0: oh um I just I you know, again, I don't want this to sound chibi and cliche, but just being with my family um, you know, continuing my acting career and just really trying to make a difference in the community. Just, you know, helping others that are in need and just trying to be positive. I think just maintaining a positive outlook and sharing that positivity with others around you is so important.
1: Mm. Are you in a relationship now or you're single?
0: No, I'm married.
1: You married? Oh, I didn't even know. I'm married. <laughs> oh, yeah. With, with, yeah. With, well, well, well. Which leads me to this: um, how does married life affect like doing acting? If you have like certain scenes that you have to do with another individual, if it comes down to it, there's no problems there. No, no problems. My
0: husband's awesome. Seriously, yeah. I I lucked out. He's such a cool guy. I mean, there are times where. He's like, okay, I know that this thing is coming up. Just let me know so I don't have to look at it. But but he's really awesome. And, you know, he he has to put up with me coming home from set and talking for hours. Because a lot of times you get done, you know, super late at night. I'll get home sometimes around like midnight, 1 or 2 a.m. And when you're done on set, you can't just go right to sleep, even if you have to get up for an early call from the next morning. And so I'll come home and wake him up and just be like, oh, you know, this happened and this happened. And, and, yeah,
1: he, he puts up with it all. He, he's a good guy. That's good. Um, so he um he loves that you're in the business, in the acting business?
0: Yeah, yeah, he does. He's really supportive of it. Um, he likes going to the premieres with me. That's a lot of fun. He's a big film fanatic. He, I mean, I swear he knows more about the film industry than I do sometimes as far as, like, who's directed what and who's been and what. And I love that about him. I love that I can say, "Oh, hey, have you heard of this director?" And he's like, "Well, yes, I have." And they did this, 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 and this, <laughs> and he can you know, start off a whole
1: list of it for me. So, so that's great. Oh. Do you have a particular genre you you prefer more than others, or it um it, um it doesn't really matter.
0: I love it all. It's so much fun. Um, the one that I think sometimes the hardest for me is horror, just because I'm a huge scaredy cat, so that's <laughs> rough. I did um, I did a, a film called The Telephobia 2, it was yeah. the sequel to the, the first The Telephobia, and oh my gosh, the, the director, Joe Lou is amazing and hilarious and fun to work with, and all the girls in the cast were so much fun, and... Um, there was, there was one day that we were shooting and one of the actors there was Ben and he would just pop out at the most random times and scare everybody. And already I was kind of on edge because we're shooting this horror film and then all of a sudden you have this other actor that's just jumping out and scaring me and that was stressful. but <laughs> It was fun. But yeah, I love all the genres. Um, one that's been really interesting to me lately yeah, honestly, I didn't think what have been so interesting, is um, sci-fi, I've got a, I have got a project and I'm really excited about it. if I can take a second to talk about it, do you mind? Yeah,
1: yeah, of course, you're talking about time traveling, right? Okay. That's <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, well this one, um, the time traveling one is one, I'm also really excited about that one, that one's called Paradox, and it's one, we're almost done filming, and um, the director is Joshua Kimbrough, and it's been awesome to shoot that. That's been really exciting. I'm working with a couple of great actors, Michael Forish and Nicholas Jackman, and um, this, this one is so much fun. But then there's a, another sci-fi one that's upcoming that I'm really excited about. And again, I just didn't think that the sci-fi genre would be that exciting to me, but it really is. This one, I'm taking on my first um, producer title for this. So I've, I've come on board as the producer, which has been a lot of fun. Um, it's still untitled at this point. We don't have a name for this one. But I'm teaming up with Dan Serralo from Dark Path VFX. Mm-hmm. And Dan's directing, I'm producing, and I'm also um, acting in, in one of the lead roles in it. And it's just, this is going to be just an awesome, amazing sci fi miniseries. Um, of course, because we've got Dark, Dark Path FX on board, it's going to have some really amazing special effects. But um, we start out. On this like spacecraft, this ship, and there's a lot of you know different things that are going to be happening, and it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to this. I play a medic, mm-hmm. and i mean, yeah, I just can't wait to move on with this and start filming and to show you all when we're done.
1: Oh, when well, when does it start filming?
0: We begin filming, it should be in May. Right now we're still in pre-production. We should start getting a few things finalized, and then we'll, we'll put the breakdown notice out and
1: start casting for the other roles. Oh, wow, amazing. And it? Is it yeah. going to be filmed in Vegas, Nevada, or is this, this is somewhere? Yeah,
0: yeah, we're filming this. It's got a couple of different locations, but um, the two main locations, there's a dry lake bed um, area out here by Vegas, that mm-hmm. is going to be perfect for, um, like, the, the planet that we're on. And then there's also this really amazing cave that's um, around Vegas. It's kind of like there's a, there's a water park out here called Wet and Wild, and there's this cave up there kind of by Wet and Wild near that area. And we're going to shoot some of it in there, too. So I'm really looking forward to it and looking forward to the, to the opportunity to will give me to, to play this type of role.
1: Oh, um, um, you know, speaking of like you know, the sci fi genre, you seem like you like the sci fi genre. Would you love to do like a Star Wars movie if ever, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. That would be amazing. So I just saw my very first Star Wars film. What? And I mean, it
0: seemed like, yeah, yeah, the new one that came out, I loved it. To a room when somebody's been watching it in the middle and I've tried to start watching it from the middle and I've just been so confused at first, like, wait, what? What is this? What's happening? I don't understand. And then the new one came out and I was like, okay, you know what? Let's go see this. And then I went to the theater. I did not want it to end. I was so sad when it was over. I just wanted to keep watching it. And um, and I'd have to go and watch all of the other ones.
1: Oh my but, God.
0: holy cow, yeah, I love Star Wars now. I'm, I'm so into it.
1: Who, who or, or, let me know what your parents did for not letting you watch Star Wars at all. Oh my God. I can't believe you was deprived <laughs> as a child.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Seriously, <laughs> what, what was their
1: problem? <laughs> well, they had you watching Strawberry Shortcake and My Little Pony and didn't even want to put Star Wars for you? <laughs>
0: You know, I actually didn't really watch that much TV as a kid growing up. I, my sister, I'm the youngest in my family. I have two older sisters,
1: yeah. and they are six
0: and four years older than
1: me. Yeah. So I just really spent, like, the majority
0: of my childhood trying to make them think I was cool, which, yeah. of course, meant not watching, like, cartoons or anything like that when I was a kid. Yeah. I would just want to watch, you know, like, Saved by the Bell or things that they were watching that... When I was a kid, I'm like, oh, I don't really understand this, but I don't want them to think that I'm just a little kid. So, <laughs> yeah, the majority of my childhood spent
1: trying to make them think I was cool. <laughs> are, are um you're the youngest child, right? Yes. Oh, uh, so um, do you did you always get picked on? No.
0: No. See, I was like the total baby of the family. <laughs> I got away with so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I remember my sisters having some chores growing up. I don't think I ever had to do anything. Mm -hmm. I really think I lucked out on that. I think that, yeah, that they just always kind of stepped in and and did things for me. And, I mean, we're we're a really close family. I adore my sisters. I think that they're amazing, and I really look up to them, and I'm I'm so glad that they are the, the great people that they are. But, so, growing up, I always knew that I had two people that, yeah, I guess, you know, they would tease me and pick on me a little bit at home, but I always knew that no matter what, they were there for me and oh. yeah they looked
1: out for me also oh, was there like no dramatic sister feuds or nothing like that right oh oh we had some dramatic sister feuds oh.
0: Yes, we did <laughs> my oldest sister and i especially oh my goodness when we were younger yeah, yeah. but i think i think that i probably Picks on her maybe a little more than she picks on me. I feel like I remember being the instigator most of the time. So, yeah, I should probably maybe apologize for
1: that. Also, oh, you was the ringleader then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, good, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and and um, none of them are involved in acting, right? It's just you?
0: Yeah, just me. Um, I mean my, my older sisters are both very creative. My oldest sister, she's a really excellent artist. I think that I mean she I don't think she does any art as much as she used to before, but I remember being a kid and watching her drawings and just thinking, Wow, that's that's amazing and then my middle sister, the the one that's in between me and the oldest, she is just She's one of the smartest people that I have ever met. She's a valedictorian of graduating class in high school, wow. and yeah, she yeah she set the bar high. Man, let me tell you, coming into classes and having teachers after she had, after they had been her teacher a few years earlier, they knew that I was her younger sister, and the things that they expected from me, it's just a good thing that she was still around to help me with my homework. That I could even after she moved out, that I could call her and, and ask her, hey. How <laughs> do I don't want to do this? Because,
1: yeah, she oh. at the bar. Uh, Ashley, um, what is your favorite food?
0: <gasps> oh, you know, I love eating. I love trying new foods. I love cooking. My kitchen is a disaster most of the time because I love trying all these new food experience, experiments and then... Thankfully, my husband will come along later and clean everything up because I dishes are not fun for me. But um, I think right now my favorite thing to eat, although it changes often, is Thai food. I love Thai
1: food right now. Oh, I love Thai iced tea. Ugh, oh, yum. Oh yes, isn't that the best? Yes, yes. It's almost. It's like a like a. I don't know. It looks like a mixture of an iced tea. Once like that milk is added, it's really good. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: now I might have to go get one. That's amazing. Yeah, and then um, I think <laughs> I think what what was it for desserts? They have like the um, mango, of um, the mango rice. No, mango with some um, mm. the sticky rice. Oh my god, it's so delicious. Yes, with the sticky
0: rice. Yes. So good.
1: Yeah. Also, you're also you so you throw down in the kitchen basically, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love
0: it. It's so much fun. We um, I'm part of a a radio show called the Joe Band Show, and. We, we're a sports radio show we're on every Wednesday it's
1: um this is just an, it, Just to... is this everywhere or this is just Nevada like is it, is it...
0: So you can listen to it live on the internet everywhere at um LVSportsNetwork.com. okay or if you're in the Vegas Valley you can listen to it on NBC 920 The Game it's Wednesdays at 2pm and it's an hour long show but um the director of the show Clayton Hamilton he's the, the host of it and um you know kind of runs the whole thing he and i always joke about if we were ever to go on on celebrity chop the the tv show shop you know how they have the celebrity version sometimes i would be the one representing the joe fan show because i love cooking i mean i definitely have my fair share of these actors yeah that's for sure but um but yeah i I love just trying new things out and again you know thankfully my husband puts up with all of it because there are times where i put stuff out
1: on the table to eat, and it just does not look like the best thing in the world, but <laughs> she'll, she'll eat it. <laughs> um, how long how long
0: you been doing the show, the Joe Fan Show? The Joe Fan Show? Oh, we have been going over a year now, mm-hmm. and um, it's, yeah, it's been a really amazing journey. I remember we started out as a podcast. And just kind of went from a podcast to, um, there was a, a different studio that we went into and did um, an internet radio show from there. And then we went from that studio, it was the biggest um, all that radio studio, we went from there to NBC. And we're just continuing to, to grow. I think that the coming year is going to be
1: really exciting for us and hopefully lots of, of big changes. Oh, wow. Um, how did you get involved in it?
0: Um, so Clayton, I met him on
1: a set for a commercial, mm-hmm. he was um,
0: doing production and that, and I was one of the actors, mm-hmm. and we kind of talked a little bit there, and you know, he mentioned that he had some projects he was doing, and then there was a, um, an original Yahoo series being filmed in Las Vegas that I was a part of for a day that was, um, 30 things things, but it was about, like, a, a Las Vegas basketball team, and... So I was on set for that when Dan Brompton to Clayton, and I was like, oh, hey, you know, we we've chatted again for a little bit. And um, after that, you know, we just kind of talked more about some projects he was working on, and the sports show came up, and I love football. So we talked, you know, a little more, and he's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm just starting this out. Do you want to come on board? He had done it before. He had done um, the Joe Fan show before in a different area, and, you um, know, doing really well with it and stuff, and then... I and mean, it's just kind of been taking a, a break for a little bit, I guess, and just started up again. And he asked me like, if I to come on board, and it's been just such a, a great journey. There are great groups of people to work with. There's Clay Hamilton, Jeff Klein, Stephon Hill, yeah, Matt Reed, and I could go on. We have a pretty big, big, big list of panelists and contributors, but it's so much fun. Oh, These people are amazing to work with.
1: Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. And you know, if somebody could go yeah, on, YouTube, if somebody could go on YouTube too. Like, would it be on YouTube and they could just like put that and they could just see it, or they have to go? You know, it? we are
0: yeah, we are not on YouTube yet. Okay. Um, right now, it's just the dot Okay, and um, you, all of our shows are archived on there, so you can take a listen to them. But yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: Okay. Um, also, Ash, um, you've um, been in, in in you know in, in the entertainment field for a while now. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that come and go. Um, how do you maintain your longevity now? Oh, um,
0: that's a great question. And I was actually just thinking about that not too long ago about how you yeah you just want to hopefully you know have the best career for as long as you can. And I think one of the the ways to do that is just to to never be satisfied with where you are, to always want to do a little better, to push a little harder, to work on something a little more challenging. And I think as long as you continue to push yourself, enjoy where you're at for sure, but push yourself to keep going and keep growing and learning as an actor and as a human being. And I think that as long as you can do that, you bring something new to the table each time and yeah, I hope to just always be able to to bring a good performance and to challenge myself to be the best
1: that I can. Yeah, so basically, you're saying like in life, just you know how people do in life, you never become complacent, right? Always try to strive right. to do more, push yourself to the limit.
0: Exactly.
1: Yes. All right. Um. Also, Ashley, would you ever um play an older woman if the makeup requires it? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I did, when I was just getting back into to acting, I knew that I really wanted to pursue film this time around and not, you know, do so much theater like I did when I was a kid. And so I got contacted, I was asked to be in, this was a while ago, it was just a, a sort of festival um, for playwrights. It was just short one acts and it was a, a group of them. There were different plays that had won they won the right to be in this festival, and they were looking for actors to be you know, to perform these plays. And one of them required some makeup, and I was an older woman that was, you know, going on a date with this younger man in his twenties, and it was so much fun. <laughs> I would absolutely play an older role
1: again. I love it. Wow! Look at that. I just said that. I didn't even think you did. Wow! That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> Um, two, two more questions for you um, what is your greatest regret in life so far
0: oh um man my greatest regret in life
1: so, um yeah.
0: I think yeah I think just there are certain moments that I look back on and think especially I mean going back to when I was a kid and so shy just things that I look back on and I feel like I missed out that I wasn't brave enough or confident enough to take that step forward and try a new opportunity. And so I think that really impacts how I live today. I don't want to look back on something and think, oh, I wish that I would have done that. And just even the smallest, simplest things. Um, a few years ago, I took a trip to Monterey. I love Monterey. And I'm terrified of birds. Just completely what? terrified of them. And you have to me so bad. And there was this man on the pier with all these parrots. Wow. And he asked me if I wanted to hold one. And part of me really wanted to, and another part of me was really afraid. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And I kept walking, and then I was like, wait. This is going to be one of those moments where I'm going to look back and I'm going to regret not holding one of these big, beautiful parrots. And so I looked back to him, and I was like, yes, actually, I do want to hold one. And, yeah, just something even that small can, can turn into a regret for me. I just really want to make sure now that I'm taking advantage of of every opportunity that I've got, big or little, to make the most out of life.
1: All right. And my final question to you, Ash, is what would the Ashley of today tell the Ashley of yesterday? Um,
0: Relax and have fun. Everything doesn't have to be so well planned and thought out. I used to be the type of person that... Before I would go to bed at night, I would literally have to list out everything I was doing the next day and make sure it was planned right down to the exact minute. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I would just tell the Ashley of yesterday to just be a little more spontaneous and try to have a little more fun.
1: Okay, and one more little bonus one. What's the key to a happy marriage?
0: The key to a happy marriage? Um, Okay, so I'm going to go back to one of those just cheesy, cliche answers, but don't go to bed angry. I can't remember a time that my husband has been with Kelly, that Kelly and I have ever gone to bed while we've been upset with each other. Like, it's it's something that if we, and really, I mean, we don't, yeah, I think that we're really good at, at communicating. We don't really have a whole lot of fights or things like that, arguments, but, um, Just communicating with each other and being open to hearing the other person. I know sometimes we get our feelings hurt and we just want to say, oh, but you did this to me and you did that to me, but really listening to what the other person is saying instead of just waiting for your chance to throw out there how you're feeling. So listening to each other and making sure problems are solved before you go to bed.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome, Ashley. Um, It's a pleasure to talk to you. You're so sweet.
0: Thank you so much. It was so nice
1: talking with you. This was a lot of fun. Definitely. Um, Promote your social media, promote anything, any upcoming events that you got coming up.
0: Oh, awesome. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best way to um, keep up with with what's going on and to to find out all the new exciting stuff that's happening, like that Untitled Science 5 project that I told you about, the Joe Fan Show, everything new and upcoming, is to um, follow me on any of the social media. Um there's Twitter. I'm on Twitter at ashrcam. I'm on Instagram at ashrcam. Um, if you look me up on Facebook, just under Ashley Campbell Actor. Or to make it easy, if you want to go to my website, it's www.AshleyCampbell.info. And then there are links on there to all of the different various social media sites and stuff. So, yeah. And I hope that, you know, everybody... Can, can follow what's going on, because I think there
1: are some really exciting things happening about that everyone would like to hear about, so, yeah. yeah. And, and if people want to see your filmography, if they want to see your work, they can also check out IMDB too, right, or Wikipedia or anything?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, so it's listed on IMDB, um, there are a couple things that I've been in that are on YouTube, but, um, I mean, I can, they're, like, in the different social media and stuff If you look through, there's different links and stuff to that, and, I always love hearing from people, so send me a message on Facebook. That
1: would be awesome. Well, I appreciate that, Ashley. Thank you so much. And hopefully we could talk again once the movie is out. We could definitely talk again.
0: Awesome. I would love to. That sounds great. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one folks.